What's going on, everybody? Here we go, man. Hey, man, I'm, t- I'm, I'm holding on. June 25th. June 25th, I'm in it. I'm in it and I'm on it. I'm doing my podcast. You know, I'm, I've always committed to these days, right? I'm on, I'm on a 30-day quest, 30 days, and we go into it. I have who's, right, who's on the right of me? Your mother. My mother's on the right of me. Who's on the left of me? This is Larry. Who's on the left of Larry? Lil' Sig. Who's left of Lil' Sig? Casey. Diane is here. So I'm sitting with my fam. Let's turn it down just a little bit right now. So, you know, I jump on here and I talk I talk for 10 minutes. That's it. I, I, I don't waste anybody's time. I want you to live your life and I want things to be good in your life. And this whole chapter right now is about urgency. So everybody here at the table, I'm telling everybody, think about right now that I've been doing is about urgency, like making things happen when you need it to happen, but also understanding that there's chaos when you want things to happen, right? When you're trying to make things happen, I know. I know everybody's looking at everybody's been having a little bit of drink right now. <laughs> no chaos. Yeah, <clears throat> there is chaos. There is chaos. There is chaos. There is chaos in trying. Okay, so like in life, like we're, we're trying to. We all have goals, right? Everybody has a goal in what you're chasing and what you're trying to do. When you find urgency in it, and you come across obstacles. How do you fight through those obstacles, Larry? How, how do you do it? Uh, I, I usually search the internet to help me. That's as <laughs> sad as that go. is. YouTube. Sad as that is. YouTube? Yeah, I, I YouTube something Google. sometimes. Google not not always YouTube, but I kind of research it on the internet. And I have varying degrees of success with that. Nice. And, and those things, like, like with you, with your tra- like you travel a lot. You're always moving. And you, you know it's urgent. You have to get somewhere... You have to get somewhere at a, at a specific time, even though you have life going on behind you. How do you handle that? How do you handle that? I just keep trucking and moving on forward. <laughs> that's good. That's that's pretty much it. Okay, so what about you, man? Like in within urgency, like I see it all the time with, with these apartments. They got to get done. They got to get done. What's happening if they're not getting done? How do you handle that? How how do you how do you handle that chaos within that? Like, 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 if they're they're demanding more than what you can give, you you can only take on what you can handle at the time. But you've been but you've been asked to do more than you can handle at times, right? Sometimes you got to work weekends and work through it. There you go. And Diane, you're working with children. I mean, you I mean, humans are coming into this world. Neonates. I work with neonates. Creamies. Uh huh. So how do you how do you handle the chaos that comes through through the days? Oh man, it's chaos every day. So it you got to prioritize. What's the biggest problem? You tackle that first, and all the little things will fix themselves. Nice, Emma. She's waving her finger. She don't want to talk she about it. You've had to you've had to deal with you had to deal with your children. How did you how did you deal with the chaos of, of your children? Alcohol. That have been in your life. Yeah. <laughs> no, she never drank. She never drank. She's drinking now. Pretend like I'm taking care of it now. I drink now. Make you drink now. Time. You drink now. Mm-hmm. But but I, I don't mean, worry about it. No, I'm not. I'm, I think it was a joke about how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about like in in your work, like within your work, when the chaos comes, how do you maintain? Yeah, how do you maintain your calm to get through it? I'm not talking. Oh, I'm yeah, talking just, about us. Just talking to the parents. Like I would, and then she got a knife, uh, nail, file, nail filer in her pocket, ready to stab motherfucker. 
<laughs> so that's be beautiful. It's just one on one with parents. That's all. Yeah. That's all you Talk have to do. To like do you have Do you have a story that that has been one of your greatest one on one with parents? Like like something that's have, has stood no. out. No, where, where, I've had a lot of bad moments with parents mm. that threatened me. Tell me where that they know where I live. What? That's scary. Tell you where you live. They go. I know where you live. Okay. What the hell are they gonna do with that? Come visit sometime. Straight up, for real? Yes. Who the hell? That, give me a name and an address. <laughs> give me a last name. You know a last name? I, I think that's the only time I had to tell Big Sig that I had an issue that a parent threatened me in just in case. What? Be ready. But I, I never told him other things that happened with parents. But that's the only time because that parent kept saying, I know where you live. Who's who's? Give me a last name. Give me a last name because I swear that, to God, oh, it goes. You always got to be ready in life for whatever comes. Well, yeah, well, it's like with Big Sick. There was no getting ready. Big Sick was like, "Let's go right now." <laughs> always, ready. always ready, always ready. I remember this one time. Remember we had to go get Matthew. We had to get Matthew. Did you, you have you heard the story, Case? So we had to get Matthew. He was living in a in a in a hotel, and um. I was sleeping in the camper in the house and Sid comes at the door. He goes, I'll never ask you for anything, Jamal. I'll never ask you for anything in the world. But I'm asking you right now to come with me right now. And I go, what's what's going on? Don't ask. Yeah. Don't ask. Let's go. Let's go. But here's, here's the kicker. He had this gun that would cock back and wouldn't, it wouldn't like, it was a gun that wouldn't, it was always like cocked backwards. We're in the car the whole way to Houston. I'm like, quit pointing the gun towards me. It's over there. Quit pointing the gun towards me. He goes, he's like, Jeremiah, shut up. You're not even doing nothing. You know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. We get all the way to the hotel. The gun is cocked back, pointed towards me at my legs. He's like, God damn. But the door's open. First one out. He's out. Let's go. Oh, but he had it. But he had he had it. And I think and we got and we got Matthew out of there. But that's the whole thing. Like, again, the sense of urgency. This whole chapter that I'm doing, I'm at chapter 11. I've been recording myself for three years. Yeah. And this chapter is all about making things happen the way you want it to happen and, and doing it. Like, I got a script I'm going to write. Like, I got, I got this other piece that I'm doing. And so that's the news that I'm trying to spread within this, within, the, within this platform. So, have, have, so, again, I only have four more minutes and we're done. Have you ever done anything... In, in in haste and it's worked out great or it went really bad does anybody have a story about that like you gotta get it done right now right here you gotta do it and then it do, and it goes wrong or it goes well haste. in haste like you gotta do it sex I've had I've had great sex real quick and it's been the greatest sex ever <laughs> when no, it's from your end when is that when is that happen real quick, right? Like it's gonna go and a little pen, pencil, uh, <laughs> penicillin shot after. Oh, penicillin! Yeah, you gotta get it penicillin. It was worth it. With you in the military, were you were you ever in a moment where you have to do something without even thinking of the outcome? Where you have to just walk into you know, something? There was times I walked on shit by myself with with one other battle buddy. On the battlefield to go observe the enemy and see what you know, see what the fuck happened after a firefight. Recon. It was, it was like recon <laughs> shit. 
but you were told <coughs> you were told to oh, yeah. do that. A commander first sergeant, everybody put us out there. They were like, hey, they were, dude, get this shit. They asked me, they said, hey, we had just been in this firefight in this area. We want you to go out with Italian soldiers. By myself, they're like, we want you to hold lead hold them. Did you say with Italian soldiers? Italian soldiers, yeah. Non-speaking English soldiers? Non-speaking English what? soldiers. I didn't even, and me, I don't know if they picked me because I was Hispanic. <laughs> like, hey, you take them. You're kind of like, Italian. I said, hey, like, this I went, I went to the goddamn talk, and I talked to the commander and first sergeant, and I said, hey, how are you going to send me out on a patrol with, without a battle buddy? My whole military career, I've been brought up yeah. to have a battle buddy with you at all times. You know, basic training and everything. You have a battle buddy with you. Well, I went into the talk, and I brought that up, and they were like, hey, uh, you're right. You know, look. Go, go ahead and pick someone to go with you and we're going to send you out with like, it was like 30 Italians. What? We're going to go, we're going to go out on a patrol, observe a fucking area that we had took fucking, we were in a firefight with, lost wow. a soldier and everything. Yeah, I took command of that area. And we were going to go, you know, to this fucking compound, observe and see what, what the enemy were doing. So we fucking get ready to roll that night and he was like, you can pick one person, uh, and I, and of course I picked a single soldier. Like didn't want to pick anybody that had, that was married, had kids. You know, I was like, it was a sergeant. I was a sergeant, and I said, "You're rolling with me." And he's like, "All right." So we rolled out. The Italians, they had fucking like glow sticks and shit, and their radios were on fucking loud, and I was like, "Hold on, we're about we're about ready to get out of the gate," and I said, "No, we're not." the fuck like we're not we're in fucking war like why are you gonna have like like just that that's who the leader is that's where he's at whatever they're like they're not they don't have nods and shit it was just like they're they're in pitch what's black. a nod nods are like night vision that you know you get issued to you and either you have a uh, pbs 14s or 7s Sevens is like one, fourteens is two, and then they had this new new shit when I went to Afghanistan. It was like a this IR. It was like a thermal nod, and it was only one eye, but you can. It was like orange. Oh yeah, anything thermal, it, it lit up. So humid, like, like like body heat. Oh yeah, yeah, body heat yeah. is what it what gives off. It was like orange or white, you know, like you and you could switch it. Like if it was. Depending on the situation you were in or whatever, like how close up you were, you would either switch orange to like the, the heat or white to the heat. Damn. But how did that mission go? But any... I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> no, no, you said with yeah. the Italians. You went oh, with yeah, the Italians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we were in Afghanistan. We got in this firefight. <laughs> it, was, it was almost around... We had like a little July, drink. July 3rd is when we lost Sergeant Lewis. How how'd you do, Sergeant Lewis? Yeah, shot. In a firefight, huh? No, it was it was just a firefight that was going on. You we were went, in the fight. You were in the firefight. Yep. Dang. We were in there, and uh, his platoon tried flanking the enemy, and when they flanked, he was one of the last people in the unit trying to get out, 
and he got shot in like the shoulder. Damn. Hit him, ricocheted, and killed him instantly. Damn. So we had to send people in our platoon to go get him, get him out yeah. of the field, put him in a vehicle. And that was you. Yeah. Yeah. You yep. Carried him. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got him out of there. What was that, dog? Tell me about that, man. What, I... yeah, it was just. It was hard, man. It's hard carrying a, a fucking dead soldier off the, off, off the battlefield. Soldiers carried him. We got him back to uh, MRAP and loaded him up, and that was it. Shit. Do, do, you, do, you, do you, like... I mean, I, I, have, I have dreams about, in, in my theater world, like forgetting lines in a play, right? Do you have dreams like within the battlefield, like with what's going on, like what has happened with you and everything? What do you mean, like? Like do you do you, do you, have, do you, have, do you have yeah do you have dreams about like being there again or having to redo oh, yeah. things again? Yeah, I mean you you relive shit, man. It, I mean it's never it's it's never gone. It's it's there, you know. It's with you for the rest of your life. The the experiences, just like you know you you grow up as a kid and you hit your head doing a sport or something like you just it's there you remember it it's not going to go away you know with, with with the talk that we had the last time I, I got the most feedback from between um the people that that listen to my podcast and they love the conversations that you were saying and now we're four months down the line what, how, how, how do i mean we're do, obviously doing great. We're doing great. Yeah. Everything is good right now. What would you What would you want to tell the audience right now that's listening? Because they've heard your voice. They know what's going on. It could be the simplest thing because we're about to sign off right now. But it, and, and we're going to talk again in the future, another six months and everything. Is there anything you would like to say to the people that were really inspired by your story, man? Just, I've never, I've never let any injury that any enemy caused upon me to hold me back. I just keep pushing forward and live life. That's it. That's all you can do. Yep. Awesome. Keep, keep trucking. Awesome, man. So that's it today. Yo, it's been a it's it's been a good one. The whole family's here. Say bye. My mom saying bye. Say adios, everybody. Adios. So with you know, with the good book with meditations that I always read, I'm gonna make this really quick. Be upright or be made upright. That's what Marcus Aurelius says. And like I say every day, don't get sick. Protect yourself. Forgive yourself for the things that have happened. Forgive those that have done things to you. Love yourself unconditionally and love those around you because you know that they need it. All right, y'all. I'm going to holler at y'all. It's been a beautiful day with my family. Peace out.